Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. I'm Super Alex. I'm Dr. Kevin, and I am natural today. I guess that means that I will be the junkie. He is definitely got a lot of junk. Wait a minute. I think there might be somebody else here. Yeah, don't leave me off. You, Who's that? Who's that? Who is that? This is Dr. Dosha, and I'm lifting it up spiritually. That's right. That's right. He's pumping you up spiritually. Yeah, he's pumping you up. We are here. And he we here. are... Be the super, super natural, natural junkies. Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Super Alex, and I'm here today with the rest of the super crew. Who's here? Dr. Dennis. I'm here. Dr. Dozier. I am present. Kevin's here too. <laughs> Woo hoo! Yeah, I, I like how he takes the intro away from you. He always does that too, doesn't he? He always announces you. They're so life. slow. All I mean, time. you're looking at them and they're like, they got the deer and the headlights look. We do this every week. Do we? <laughs> I'm waiting for the caffeine to kick in. Right. I know. I have my giant cup of iced coffee. We do make them special coffee for this show uh, each time. <laughs> or tea. Yes. Dr. Dozier, he's going to be low today. He was traveling all weekend. So, just getting back from the Carolinas, driving, not flying. <laughs> did Did you see that missing? Uh, what was it? That military jet F thirty five. Yeah. Did you find Did you that? see it? Did you, did you find that? Did it pass it over you for sale on eBay? I couldn't find it. There was a, there was a driving rainstorm. There was white rain, and my radar just. It may have been a little bit better than the military's, but it wasn't good enough to pick it up. <laughs> Funny. Well, it's oh kind of scary if they're losing jets now. They found debris, though, in South Carolina. They did? They saw, yeah, this morning it was in a field or something. They found okay. some debris. Okay. They didn't find any debris at the Pentagon. But yet. wasn't there a passenger? <laughs> wasn't Sorry it? to bring that up. <laughs> was there a passenger, though? The guy he ejected. He ejected. The, he the ejected. pilot ejected. Yeah, he, then he landed in Dr. Dozier's car. <laughs> <laughs> he drove home. <laughs> Gave him a ride home. It's good. Well, today we are going to be talking about... Yeah, what are we talking about? Oh, trust me, they know. Foreign invaders. <laughs> Who would have known that that little Space Invaders movie that I... I mean, that little video game. That was my, one of my favorite games when oh, that thing yeah. came I out. I thought he was going to say Pong. Because it would go boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Oh, I'm thinking about you know, modern uh, graphics and such. Didn't, didn't you have the Space Invaders? You had the shoot down thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was a, like a row. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's talking about Pong. Yeah, no, oh, no. Pong. That's the one where it drops down and yeah. mm-hmm. it goes faster and it's got this little. We're teasing doom, you. Doom, you know. Yeah, we're teasing you. So, we've been talking about, um, of course, aliens. And why do we need to talk about aliens? Well, because more people believe in aliens than believe in God. And this is becoming the central paradigm of our ent- entire society. And we're going to get into that, but I think Dr. Dennis has a verse for us today. Well, I think I do, and I think it kind of relates to this. So this is uh, taken from Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 9 and onward. And the title of, in this section says, Avoid Wicked Customs. Hmm. And it's applicable to what we're going through today. When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be among, found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, 
or one who conjures spells or a medium or a spiritualist or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. For the nation, for these nations which you will dispose, listen to soothsayers and diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not appointed such for you. And so the point of that verse is that when we're a Christian, we're not just living in 2020, whatever it is. We have thousands of years of history. And there's been humans, right, God's people like us. And if you look at the Bible, you can see that Satan's plan really hasn't changed very much, right? And what we're seeing here is this return of, of some of these pagan practices that used to be, you know, in the world, you know, almost the predominant thing. And we've gotten to the point where Christians, I mean, I agree that the Bible specifically says that some of these idols are just nothing more than wood or stone. But you can also look at other things and entities that were happening, and those things were real. And that's where we kind of lose touch. And so this idea that there's no power. You know, we talked about people believe in aliens, but get this. Yeah, God is a close second. But who's, who's the one thing or, or entity that they don't typically believe in at all? They don't, they don't the actually devil. believe in Satan. Now, isn't that convenient, right? And then think about this. You know, we have a book coming out. It's going to be called Why Did I Say That? And um, in that book, I say, think about all the words we say about God, especially when we take the name of the Lord in vain. Mm -hmm. But nobody ever says, damn Satan. Now, I'm okay with that one. <laughs> I like that one. Well, they <laughs> because don't, they because don't <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah. because Christians are walking around and they don't believe they have an enemy. Until you mm -hmm. believe you have an enemy, Okay, until you believe there's a deception, right? You're not going to be looking for this, right? And so as we waded into this, I want you to go back and listen to these other episodes because Christians need to know what's going on. And you're going to see that we're going to specifically been talking about how angels that are fallen, we call them fallen angels, right, or demons, and this is what is behind this entire alien agenda, and you're going to see that this really is the doctrine of demons that our Bibles warned us about. So today we're going to get in specifics about how exactly how demons and aliens are exactly the same thing in your Bible. So this is a pretty exciting part. Any comments, guys? Boy, I got them already. They got the sullen looks. Wake up, Doctor D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, I, I agree with you, Doc. I mean. To, Obviously, there's they're they're alien to us, but they're interdimensional beings. That's and, right, and they're coming into uh, our dimension and deceiving. That's right, and you're going to see that coming out. That even people that are non-Christians are coming to the conclusion that these are not extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. And the minute we say that now, according to your Bibles, that would make them some kind of spiritual entity. Mm -hmm. And these spirits are exactly what the Bible warned us about would be returning. So first things first, like when we think about aliens, what is the presentation? Well, did you notice something? If, if we are all, if you look at human beings, we're all, you know, bipedal, right? We have this humanoid shape. Now, how in the world do all of these extraterrestrials have a humanoid shape? It's just mind-boggling. And there's multiple people that comment on this because they think about Star Wars when we go to the bar, right? You have every kind of creature you can think about. So what is going on here? You're telling me evolution that happened around the universe, which is infinite supposedly, right? Um, somehow they're all bipedal. <laughs> well, when you think about intelligent design as well, you think of, you know, and... Um so there's so many theories on these creatures, but the reason that we walk the way that we do, right, on two legs, bipedal or bipedal, as Kevin says, is because, well, our gravity, right, and the way that we walk around. But think, think about, like, animals that exist in caves. They literally, if they live there long enough, don't have any color because they don't need to have pigment because they're not being exposed to the sun, right? So mm -hmm. it's that intelligent design. It makes sense. But, yeah, why are all aliens that people talk about bipedal? That doesn't make any sense. People that ride bicycles always say bipedal, but 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Oh my gosh. Tomato, tomato. He's got wow. dad jokes. Oh, come on. He's Plum, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And you know, they, they keep on talking about lately. If you watch the news, they always talk about, you know, they have, they, they see this one or they're that one. I haven't seen any evidence. And they always tell us about the government has this, the government has that. Well, the government said that they had a virus too uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, believe what half nothing what you hear, but half what you see. Wasn't it that the mm. old motto years well, ago? Well, the disclosure galore that's come out right on this stuff lately and since 2020, right? When they first exposed it is just insane. The the amount of supposed research and footage they have of all these uh, alien crafts, et cetera. Yeah, is, but why? OK, if they have it, why don't they just really disclose it say listen this is well what they, we they've recently they just in the last two weeks i think they've let out some more video footage of stuff they have but however I, to me this is just a big distraction technique because once again there's no sonic boom when you see these things moving the way they do well you saw that video uh what was that on instagram with the the uh terminator playing ping pong or what they, oh yeah yeah whatever and i sent Robots that to, dancing. i sent that to my to my son, he's like, that's fake. I said, yeah, well, let's, let's hope it is. Otherwise, the Terminators are coming to get us, you yeah. know. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, with, with, the, uh, with the technology that we have today, we can make anything look that way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's part of the problem. And, you yeah. know, and not to go, um, you know, just to touch base on the 9-11 thing, but there was, there was a mm -hmm. video that I had seen also that... Um, where they show the second tower and you do not see a plane. All you see is an explosion. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, and then they were implying that there, that the, the, then they showed another video and you see that you see the plane, but you can see how the plane is looked like it was superimposed upon picture you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so the technology almost like photoshopped or something technology. Now, I, the I other would... problem with that picture doc is that the size of the jet if you impose that upon the pentagon it doesn't line up you know that's another theory that i've heard about that well they they've already had video evidence that there was no jet in the pentagon yeah. so that's, so that's what i'm saying you can see these stories and you know jordan peterson was bringing out we've talked about ai mm -hmm. and you know when you can basically take a group Mm -hmm. And take their their pictures, make a video of them doing mm -hmm. a basically a music, you know, video mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. a new song, blah blah blah, and the and the group comes out and says, "Well, that wasn't us." Mm -hmm. Like you, you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. that we're dealing with a deception at a great level. Oh, yeah. Joe Rogan's podcast, most popular podcast, yeah. right, um, in the world, I believe, uh, is so many, but um, AI actually duped him yep. and created an entire podcast. Yeah, right. Uh, which you'd be hard pressed to say that wasn't him, but yeah. they did that recently. And also Jordan Peterson just last two weeks came out and said that he got recently got a phone call from Ben Shapiro and it wasn't, he said, you know, it only took a few minutes for him to realize that it was somebody using AI to make it like it was Ben Shapiro's voice. That's right. right. And he's right. like, and the way that he knew it wasn't him was that because it didn't speak like um, Ben Shapiro, it was using phrases that Ben Shapiro doesn't use. And he's like, right. that's how he knew. But yeah, they they called him up and duped Ben Shapiro's voice. I mean, this is this is the level yeah. that the AI is at at this point. It's going to be nearly impossible to detect, and especially with election mm -hmm. coming right around the corner, be prepared for these deep fakes galore. We're we gonna have an election. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I can't. Don't even get me started. Like, I, I, like the hardest eye roll right now. Somebody's gonna have to smack the back of my head to get my eyes back in place. Oh my gosh. Well, and think can't. about this as you start to realize that they can make something look completely real, mm -hmm. and they can take people's voices and develop lyrics, mm -hmm. and and literally everybody thinks they came <laughs> out with a, a podcast. New, they came out with a new song. Even think about what the could happen. You know, right before the election, a few days that an AI generates something that smears one of the candidates. Right. Well, they're saying that's what's going to happen and then it's going to come out like oh it's a fake but it's too late damage done but here's what we want to say in this podcast as well because this deception is going to mean that they're going to be able to potentially make aliens when there are none right but we also do know according to our bibles that there is spiritual entities behind what's going on here so even if we aren't seeing exactly you know what we think we're seeing right that there's deception involved there too there is still this doctrine of demons and that this demonic entities are influencing people around the world 
and they are setting us up for you know what we see the antichrist right and this new religion to come into the world and we talked about how you know once and this is came right out of the catholic church uh guy cosmolog cosmologo I can't, i'm gonna that's a terrible Easy pronunciation for you to but say. he just said that you know once we are confronted with this new information of a extraterrestrial nature we're going to have to reread our gospel now that's important because isn't it coincidence that Paul specifically said, and we covered this the last episode, that if if we, mm-hmm. okay, meaning one of the apostles, right, mm-hmm. or an angel from heaven comes to give you a new gospel, mm-hmm. it's false. And here we have this transpermia idea that, again, you have Dawkins now admitting, you know, the greatest atheist we have, that aliens are a good explanation where life came from. That means transpermia, mm-hmm. right? They are the ones who are creators. They're the ones that seeded life here. And then you listen to the the, you know, the New Agers, and they're telling you, well, Jesus was an alien, and he was seated here by our race, right? Mm-hmm. And along with Gandhi, and along with you know Muhammad and Buddha and all the other ones, and we got them all wrong. And that's why they've had to come and intervene when they have had to intervene. They have so, a problem there, Doc. That's right. If so, if aliens created us through transpermia, who created aliens? All it does is move the question about where life came from mm-hmm. off to a place that we could never what? Have the answer. But we already know the answer, don't but we, Doc? They don't want I was talking to a uh, young man. When I say young man, I mean young man, early 20s. Mean younger? Oh, younger? Yeah, I thought you were talking about people in their 50s. Young man, young man. (laughs) Uh, In the uh, gym last week, and uh, one of the guys in there is telling him, say, you know, he's a pastor. And the guy said, no, no, you're kidding me. And uh, he said, are you really? Are you really? And so I look at the guy who tells him. I said, well. Why'd you tell him that? (laughs) I said, said, well, what I know of him, I said, I know of him to be a person who tells the truth. So. What do you think about it? I know him to be an honest person. <laughs> so I went in, and I went in, and I do him like that. So I went in to get ready to take my shower, but I said, okay, let me go out here for a minute. So I got my phone, and I pulled out Supernatural Junkies. <laughs> and I pulled out the picture of this, this uh, the picture, the, really, the real me, other than the cartoon that's sitting in front of you. <laughs> and I said, who do you think this is? And he said, well, uh, that's, uh, he named someone, and he, looked, he said, no, that's, he said, oh, you, you really are. You really are. I said, yes. <laughs> I said, do you not remember months ago I talked with you and, and, and you asked me and, and you asked me what do I do and this and that and the other. And, and, and when you found out that I, you know, on the PhD, you said, oh, so you're really smart. And I said, oh, whatever, like that. And so I talked with him and told him about Supernatural Junkies. And then I mentioned uh, some of the things that we discussed. And mm-hmm. I said, uh, even AI. He said, oh, AI. He said, oh, so. He said, you into that AI and all that? And so I stood there and started talking to him about how AI is being used. And I can see that a great number of these people are unaware, and they really think that this is just some passing fancy, like their telephones. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yep. Okay. But when you look at this, I've seen some of the things where they're, as you all mentioning, imitating voices and even putting up, I guess you would call them holograms or whatever mm-hmm. to look like the actual person. Mm-hmm. And when people are seeing this, people are saying, well, I saw it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. What did you see the person or did you see AI? Mm-hmm. I heard it with my own ears. Did you hear the person or now you have their voice being, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that, that takes me to Matthew 24, 24, because it's going to be very, very, very hard to tell the difference that's right in what's real and what's not but Matthew 24 24 says something it says for there shall arise false christ and you just said there mm. you know they, they someone saying you uh, Yahweh was UFO using a name so loosely like that there shall arise false christ and false prophets i believe you're going to mention that a little later later and shall show great signs and wonders and so much that if it were possible they shall deceive the elect they Ooh. shall mislead uh, mislead, lead astray, seduce the elect. And it tells you what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, these are some of the things that we're seeing today. But what you have to do is 
listen to their message. Mm. If it does not line up with the word of God, I don't care what it looks like and what it sounds like. It is not of God. So we can't say this came. We saw them and we heard this and they said this and they said that and they said that. And you've got to get a, uh, there is something that is referred to as new hermeneutics. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Oh, man. New hermeneutics. That means there's something that's replacing the old. In new, I, I was at this one conference and this pastor says to the people, you've got to get yourself a new hermeneutic. And you got the people, amen. And of course, me being, I'm like, okay, he's getting ready to go down the heresy trail. Amen. <laughs> and true enough, he did. He said, everything that fell in time shall be redeemed in time. And I saw he was gone and he went to, he said, the demons that fell in time shall be redeemed in time. And he Ooh. even goes on to say that oh. his, his church got rid of him because they said that he was a heretic. And I'm like, and you are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I'm looking at this and... And this is what we're we're seeing today. And it's not just, it is taking place in the pulpits of assemblies that call themselves the body of Christ. And it tells you that that's where many of them would be. But they also have their own pulpit now Mm. in the public. So it's like there is a barrage. There is a barrage of things being said. And everything is focusing on Everything is focusing on some type of life. Satan is not mentioned because he wants to keep himself concealed. Mm-hmm. But as you were mentioning, it being profanity or this new Jesus, we get back to the new hermeneutic. What a new hermeneutic says is that. Well, you have to explain it, what a hermeneutic is. Okay. Hermeneutics. hermeneutics I know what it is. Hermeneutics is the art and interpretation of scripture. Is, is the art and science of the interpretation of scripture. Yes. Okay, that's what hermeneutics is, the art and science of interpretation of scripture. As homiletics is the art and science of preaching. Um, in a new hermeneutic, it is similar, and it appears to have its root in Gnosticism. Mm-hmm. And what it, it's- Which is doubt. What it says, well, not agnostic, but Gnosticism. Right. What- uh, what is said in, in, in a new hermeneutic is this, that, okay, it's not really denying what you read when you see the scripture, but that's, as you would say, an elementary or a baby or an immature. Even if you mm. go to the original language, you begin to break down things. Like if, if I said church from the Greek word ecclesia, which has this etymology in the word ek meaning out and kaleo called. Mm-hmm. And so they say out called, but we'll say called out, you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. uh, okay, that's okay. But mm-hmm. to them, that's elementary. So mm-hmm. it's like there's a deeper meaning behind the scripture. And, and so they start taking things and jumbling things up. And for the person who really is theologically sound, or even a person who sits and has a good teacher, mm-hmm. you can tell right there, it doesn't make any sense. Where do you get this from? Well, this happened before. But Some of them like to play with numbers. They right. want to find a number between, be, behind mm-hmm. every word. And, and, and so when you do that, anyway. you, are being, you are being deceived and you're deceiving other people. Mm-hmm. And so this is, what, this is what we're starting to see today. And this is why you hear some churches uh, accepting, some are accepting this, uh, this alien. Uh, the only alien, when we see the word alien, if you see it, and, and it's related biblically, it has to do with a stranger or one that's estranged from God, a person oh, that's estranged from God. I thought it was someone that came okay. across the southern border. But here, <laughs> but here, but here, we, 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 here we're changing it to something from another planet, okay? Right. So I just, let me just stop right there. I just wanted to bring that out because I was looking at that particular portion, and yes, I've sprung a life. I might shut down as soon as I finish, though. But you were, <laughs> we're I, know, I know how to get them alive. You, you, were, you were over in, in Deuteronomy 18. Right. And if you read further in that same passage, uh, when God is, 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 is speaking through Moses, it, it says, uh, there'll, there'll come another prophet like unto Moses. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And it tells you to hear him. Mm-hmm. But then it falls a little further. You go down a little further. I think when you get around the, maybe around that uh, 18, 18, I think it is, I don't have that verse, but somewhere down there. But if a prophet claims to speak in his name, 
And the thing that that prophet speaks does not come to pass, it, whether it speaks from him or from other Elohims of the gods, 20, mm -hmm. which has to do with other divine ones, okay? Yes. <clears throat> they're, or they're getting information from something else. Right. And it's saying that you have no need to fear them. Whenever that thing, when it doesn't come to pass, you have no need to fear them. But it's, it's letting you know that they will hear from other things. They will mm -hmm. hear from other spirits. Mm -hmm. And if you want men to believe it, You've got to make it sound as close to God's word as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not going to deceive a true believer with outright heresy. That's okay? right. You are going to mix a little mm -hmm. truth in there so the person can say, well, oh, this makes sense. It makes sense. That is demonic mm -hmm. if it does not line up with the word of God. Right. And that's really what the whole Gnostic religions, which are all the occult religions, mm -hmm. yeah, they're, they're really paganism, mystery religions, if you will. And they all go back to exactly this doctrine of demons. And this mm -hmm. is where we can tie in. That was a beautiful segue for me today, Doc. Right. It's very new age. Like the new hermeneutic sounds very yeah. new age. It is. And yeah. that's, that's it's what been comes out. For a while too, right? so we, but the we, way they're mixing it. Yeah. yeah. So when you hear, the point is, I'm telling you that there is a message the people that are interacting and having interactions with aliens or channeling from aliens from other dimensions, exactly these little Elohims that are not yeah. Yahweh, right? And they are all telling us that we're little gods. Now, that's the signature temptation of Satan, okay? To what? Make you what? Into a god. And that's what started this whole thing. You know, the whole Mother Earth thing, right? We need to respect the Earth. Earth is actually more important than we are, right? We have all of this coming in. This is where the greenhouse gases come, this whole green agenda that we see. He's and, of course, again, this is also saying that what? If we don't change something, we're going to destroy the earth, and then they might intervene. Okay? Now, there's no such thing as salvation, right? There's no mm -hmm. such thing as original sin because we're these little gods. But they do even sometimes tell us that we need to avoid certain foods so that we can contact them. Okay, and of course, we talked about the whole pharmacaea, mm -hmm. right? That the idea of these drug-induced okay, mm -hmm. states where that's where these people are. That's why they do the trips, right? That's how they instigate all of this. And that goes back to the shaman, the witch doctor, you know, throughout time. And this goes yeah. back to the sorcery that was being talked about with Dr. Dennis. So all of these are tied in. It's funny that Lucifer is the good guy. Uh, even if you look at... Um, it's the angel of light. That's right. right. Man, He's just misunderstood. Right? Yeah. The, the Manly P. Hall talks about that. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you look at uh, doctrines and dogma with mm -hmm. the, the really the foundations of the Masons, it's Lucifer. Yeah, theosophy. They, yeah. The, yeah. They, actually, they actually credit you Lucifer in the book. But, but it's Casey. not that Lucifer yeah. in the Bible. No, 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 no. It's, it's, not, it's not the other that guy. guy. It's the other good it's one. It's the other guy. Mm. So... Here's the question. Why would they come all the way across the universe to deny Christianity, teach meditation, and support the occult? Okay? And again, this is the stuff that our Bible specifically tells us that we cannot, you know, participate in that. And then we get into this whole, how do these things, how do these entities, remember, we're dealing with spirits too, right? Mm -hmm. How do they communicate with us? And again, it's through this channeling. It's through the pharmacaea. The exact things. Astral projection. Astral projection, yeah. transcendental meditation, right. remote viewing, remote writing. Empty yourself. That's Channeling, right. Yeah. And you have to empty yourself, mm -hmm. which is what their meditation is about. Right. Whereas our Bible tells us to what? Meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. If there is anything good, right? Mm -hmm. We focus on God. We focus on good. We fill ourselves with God. We're not emptying ourselves. We're filling ourselves. Well, a lot of that, Doc, just to interrupt you a little bit, because you're having a terror, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> but, but, but let's think about this. Let's, let's uh, break this down a little bit. One thing is that the reason why the deception is happening in the church today is because the church is biblically illiterate. True. People do not read their Bibles. They do not divide the word. Um, preachers, not Dr. Dozer, because he's, he's the man. But there are a lot of preachers out there that are not teaching the word, okay? Um, and we've spoken about this many, many podcasts. But the thing is, is that you have to be in the word of God. And the only way you're going to be able to 
identify fallacy or falsehood or so forth is to know the truth so well. Right. You have to know the truth, and then you'll be able to see the falsehood. Right. Um, you know, the hermeneutics, reason why I asked you about that is because for, it's happened for years now. I mean, if we go back, you know, 30, 40 years within the church, there's been change in hermeneutics and so forth. And I think that's, I don't know, let's open up another can of worms, but that's where a lot of these different interpretations come from, okay? And um, when you say, like, uh, you know, I remember something, I think it was the Word Faith Movement with Kenneth Hagen, I was talking about the Rhema Word, Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, about this interpretation of and looking at, and I went to one of those churches when I was a baby Christian, um, and they did twist it, you know? Um, and when I, I didn't know it until I came out of it and got biblically, biblically stronger and just devoured the word myself and I got under good teaching that I saw, oh, wow, I can see where they were, you know, twisting it. And... It's no different. It's, it, you know, that's what Satan did in the garden. That's his, he hasn't changed. Right. He hasn't but, changed. But we have to see that our culture, look at how crucial, okay? We have a dead theory mm-hmm. called evolution. It's yeah. dead. Oh, dead. Because they can't produce life and they know they can't. So now no. they had to move it off somewhere where we couldn't even talk about it. Well, now right? we have artificial And we can't even debate it with them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, but this evolution has mm-hmm. told us what? It set us up exactly for what the alien agenda is. Mm -hmm. And what is that? What are they doing right now? Why are all these technologies are happening? Why do we have companies that are manufacturing human beings? That's what's happening in the world today. Mm. Right? Now, we've talked about the genetic narratives of COVID, of all these things that are happening in the world. But that's the truth. Okay? We have a situation where man is now making man and into a new image, right? So you start to see that there's these connections to the whole thing and how this great deception, as Dr. Dozier said, it's all starting to happen at once, mm-hmm. right? And it's because people believe in these. We have Christians that believe in evolution. They just believe that that's how God did it, right? I mean, that's how crazy it's getting. So we have an entire culture that has been set up for this, and that's why I'm going to quote Dr. Paul Pickern from All Pro Pastors International, he said that a pastor can talk about anything that would harm the sheep. Mm-hmm. And a good pastor would do that, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't mean that we have to have all the answers, but you can see why this is a narrative that people need to talk about because this is what people actually believe. Paul was in the marketplace. He was in the marketplace. He was talking with people about what was going on in the day. He even came and saying, hey, look, you guys are obsessed with gods. I want to tell you, I got a new conversation. I want to talk to you about the unknown God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and listen, we need to start talking to people about the unknown God, right? We need to be in that marketplace. We need to be talking about the Bible. We can see that our faith holds up under the scrutiny, mm-hmm. but we have this new paradigm that's come into the world that evolution has brought in, and now we're starting to see these things come into the world and make this push, and that's why we have to push back. We have to be prepared. Dr. D, any thoughts about that? Yeah, I do want to say this, and uh, I'm going to be the voice for you pastors who may be listening and congregationalists. Uh, Praise God for those of you who are standing on the Word, and standing on truth. I I know a good number of you are, because if you weren't, uh, we would be even worse off than we were, than we are, should I say, which says that things are going to get uh, pretty bad. And then I want to say something to those of you who are hearing this and you're saying, I know, that's what I gotta do right now. I want you to remember, and you know this, I'm not insulting your intelligence. I want you to remember that you have a congregation, you have a flock that's at different levels. When I say different levels, some have, some have matured more so than others. And so you have some who can take in the meat and they can digest it. And you've got to feed them. You've got to pastor them as such. 
you have some that are babies that are still on milk and they may not be able to take in strong things. You nourish them and build them up to that particular point. Uh, I don't think that you can just overnight slam with these things because everybody cannot handle it. Uh, a young man just starting a family and having babies and then you, you hit him with this and he has aspirations and dreams about seeing his family grow and his children, that's going to be rough on him to hear where we are right now and the dangers that they're facing. So what I want, what I would do is pour into his life, minister to them about being that godly father, show them what the word says concerning a father teaching his children, train up his children in the way they should, in the way they should go. Showing them that eventually a time is coming when, they're de when they'll develop and this will happen and that'll happen and they'll face this. Now his mindset is more so on, whoa, I really got to be that overall guardian for the family. Now you got them to a point where you could start feeding them a little bit more. So I just like to say that to you. Make sure you don't just make sure you just don't drown them because you can you can you can throw something at a flock that uh, that's true but it can hurt them if they're not ready to digest it. And then you also can, you can be so low until you never develop your people who are ready to move forward into the things that are taking place today. Okay. Just wanted to say that. I well, got, I have one thing go ahead, to, to right along with that. And, and I, um, I'd mentioned this before in previous podcasts, but it just, it's just pressing on me from Jude one chapter book, book in the New Testament that um, makes so much sense for what we're facing today. But so in verse three, it says, Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I find it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly mm -hmm. for the faith which was once and all delivered to the saints. For certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And think about this. I will say this, you know, one of the last times we had a conference, I had a friend of mine and we talked about stuff, obviously. It was called the Assault on Our DNA Conference. And he told me that he finally went home and talked to his children about what was happening in the world. And this is what fathers do, right? If you are a father in the faith, if you're a father in this world, if you're fathering a new generation, this is a call that we all have on our lives, you see? And so this is something that we, we need to talk about these subjects and we need to have some details so that we can start to what? Get in that marketplace and start to negotiate. But that's not all that's going on here. You can start to see that the way aliens... Um, that's what Alex is talking about, um, how aliens travel is also some things that we've some seen some similarities in the Bible. Sure. I, the way they are able to pop in and out of places. Um, and there's several accounts of the abductees f literally being floated through walls, through their house. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch, the original mm -hmm. one of the original owners, his wife. Right. They he literally said he woke up one day and she was floating. She at some point she was just levitating. And then eventually they floated her out the house and there was a craft waiting with lights above. He got his AK-47 and started <laughs> shooting at them. And that's what stopped them. She fell to the ground. Right. But that's what stopped them. But he's like, yeah, the one time, you know, after doing this for so long, she floated through walls. And he's like, what the <laughs> um, which crazy. Like, really? I don't know. And then the the. Okay, Kevin has written on the paper 5,000 mile per hour, right, 90 degree turns. But we know that, in fact, they're said to be traveling much, much faster than that and capable of doing these severe right angle turns. Yep. What carbon-based life form? Uh, possibly. I mean, come on, guys. Like, this is so ridiculous that we even, like, once you start breaking this down, and if you did believe in aliens, your brain has to go, oh, yeah, what was I thinking? Because that's insane. Um they they're able to somehow their bodies are able to breathe oxygen like we are with no effects like supposedly if they're coming from uh, another planet they have 
They don't have oxygen like we do. They don't have, like, what? How are they able to just come here without any sort of respiratory devices and breathe and be like, we're cool. They have to breathe because you guys know that they have nostrils, right? Right. So they're breathing. Otherwise, there's no need for nostrils, guys. None of this makes sense. But, you know, evolution is true. Well, if evolution is true, they completely deny that paradigm, don't they? Because nothing that their bodies have is, why do they have these big, oily, bird-like eyes that are black? Um, first of all, the fact that you can't see an iris or a pupil, then they don't have sunlight. Okay, possibly. But then they would be blinded in our atmosphere. Does that make any sense? I mean, it should. It don't because, make no sense. Well, evolutionarily, that's what would happen. Those big, oily black eyes that don't have pupils that dilate, that tells you that they come from um, someplace that is either so bright or so dark, right? That's why their eyes are so big like that. They That they would have problems with our sunlight, or at least they should, according to evolution. Um, okay. And when people talk about firing with weapons, right. And we're talking not just with a gun. We're also talking, um, jets that have fired weapons at them. They're never able to bring them down. There are recent stories as of, um, July to August about this, um, San Antonio area of Peru that's having some kind of face peeling alien invasion. And they've seen them and the people, the villagers, they're so terrorized. They tried to kidnap a girl, right. Supposedly. And they said they fired bullets on them. They brought the Navy in to check it out. It's all this crazy. They look like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Um, it's wild. It's a wild. We'll talk about I that one I knew he was real. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Um, who's this? Uh, who's Gordon Creighton uh, from Flying Saucer Review? I don't even know what that is. There seems to be no evidence yet uh, that any of these crafts of beings originate from outer space, right? Brad Steiger said he thinks we are dealing with multidimensional paraphysical phenomenon, which is indigenous to planet Earth. So they're coming from inner space or another dimension. Arthur Clarke said one theory that um, can no longer be taken very seriously is that UFOs are interstellar spaceships. Crazy. And it's all because of the obvious. So here we are, we're calling them aliens, extraterrestrials, and I'm telling you, anybody that's looking at this, if you have a brain, critical thinking. Right. Yeah, that's not what's happening. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. So that's important for us to realize that there's some connections to the way they travel, to the way they manifest, to things, things that we've seen in the Bible. And so, again, we, we look at these stories. Okay. And he's also saying that uh, UFO research, which is what you were just talking about, Dr. Joser. Um, Lynn Cato stated, a large part of the available UFO literature is closely linked to mysticism and the metaphysical. It deals with subjects like mental telepathy, automatic writings, invisible entities, as well as phenomenon like poltergeist and ghost manifestations and possessions. Many reports now being published in the popular press recount alleged incidents that are strikingly similar to demonic possession and psychic phenomena. Like, and, But that, that goes back to that... Um, New Age, which is really interesting because from what you're saying, there's nothing new about New Age except the name, right? Because the Bible clearly talked about all the things that the New Age practices. Well, and that's we what we've been saying, that they're, they, we, we yeah. see some manifestations. 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 Yeah, manifestations. <laughs> My gosh. We see manifestations. <laughs> like that's what he, that's what he gets for bothering your bipedal. Right? <laughs> bipedal. Bipedal. Oh I have uh, I have something. I don't know why this came to me, but you know, Romans one is such a powerful chapter because it explains a lot, like what we're seeing around us today. And in verse twenty, he says, "For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his that's God, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things." that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and mm. birds and four-footed animals and creeping things and aliens. No, mm -hmm. I added that one. But doesn't that make sense? <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. What they did then, they're doing now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Nothing and new. it's just because, and I always told my kids, and I said this before, if you don't believe in God, you'll believe in anything. Because you will. You will be open to deception. 
Well, and it's interesting here because not only do they travel like demons, but demonic possession. We're talking about situations where people commit suicide. People are being completely controlled. These people that are writing the books are being controlled, right? Something is happening. We talked about how that third eye is really being opened up. But this is, this is really what we're seeing. This is another French National Council for Scientific Research. His name is Dr. Pierre Guerin. UFO behavior is more akin to magic than to the physics as we know it. The modern UFO knots and the demons of the past are probably identical. Mm-hmm. Non-Christian. Euphonauts. And he's French. Don't forget the fact that he's French. Bonjour. 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 Italian. He also should be basically telling you, yeah, run. <laughs> uh, this is John Keel, one of the best uh, UFOologists in the world. And he says... Ufologist? <clears throat> Ufologist, yes. yes. Ufologist. Thank you, Thank very, you for that. Very, very... Uh, wow, I got that word right. You did. <laughs> the manifestations <laughs> and occurrences described in this imposing literature are demonic if not entirely identical to the UFO, UFO phenomenon. Yeah, he, the UFO phenomenon. Man- phenomenon. He needs, his, he needs his reading glasses. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have a ton. There's a ton in here. They're usually all over the place. <laughs> He's struggling. His arms are too short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Go, go, get your arms. I'm going to put bigger writing next time. I can see <laughs> you that. You need the font to be 28 next time. <laughs> That's what I do when I print stuff up. Yeah. So here he says it. The UFO manifestations seem to be, by and large, merely minor variations of the age-old demonic mm-hmm. phenomenon. Phenomenon. Do, 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 and do. So let me tell you, folks. Yeah. We have a narrative that has come in the world that is opening people up to demonic spirits. And when you start to look at some of the features of the Antichrist... Okay, and how he makes the whole world to wonder after him. I don't know about you, but there's just not many things out there that really could shock people. Mm. And this would be one. <laughs> well, Biden's our president, so yeah. Well, you see what I'm That's saying. It's a shock. <laughs> it <laughs> should be. But it's a shock you, to him. Maybe that he's an AI or something. <laughs> he doesn't know he's president. <laughs> but then also, think about the signs and the wonders the Bible talks about how he deceives the nations. Yeah, but they're all false. They are, but I don't believe they all are going to be. I think they're going to be something real. Just like the what? same way those old laws and the old entities in the Bible were real, right? And so when you see some of these things happening, exactly what he said here these people, what they're doing seems more to be akin to magic, right? What, now, when you say you think some of them are going to be real, what are you saying you think is going I'm to be saying real? That, I'm saying that the, the Antichrist, I don't believe he's going to just only be deceiving people. I think that there will be signs and wonders, actual physical things that happen. And so the question yeah. is, how does he explain that to the world? But they're going to be happening in order to deceive the people. That's right. We can never take... We can never take deception away from him. It's his character, right. mm-hmm. and it's not in him to do anything righteous. That's true. So even in when, when he does that, uh, he's working all types of uh, of signs and wonders to deceive the people because mm-hmm. he does have a measure of power. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's greater than yeah. our human power yep. that God has given him. Okay, but mm-hmm. God is the supreme power. That's right. And that once again, we go back to Matthew 24. That is why we are not to be led by signs and wonders, uh, signs and wonders. What we see confirmed God's word. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so if a person is saying something contrary to God's word and you see signs and wonders following what they said, we still don't. That's right. Believe that. But those who are deceived will. But the signs and wonders are going to be there so that people will be mm-hmm. deceived. Yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? And right, but that, we, what I was saying is that they don't necessarily have to be real. And I'm go back to what I'm I said not, with with all these alien things. Yeah. Show me. You got it? Well, Bring I mean, it on. I want to see it. I want evidence. Well, I you know, so. They can talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then I think about something scripturally. Think about in Exodus when, 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 uh, when Pharaoh's men put down their snakes and their staffs and it turned into snakes. And then Moses threw his down and devoured it. Right. Mm -hmm. But they did have signs and wonders then too. Right. So we also have to remember that, that people in the Bible have also been taken to places and seen things. Right. And and that's happened in the Bible. 
and those things were still real, right? If they were taken to heaven, so on and so forth. But I, I think if you honestly look at the alien phenomenon, you look at the people involved, phenomena. I don't believe you can say there was nothing real. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and yeah, real, and I'm with you on that. I can't, real, let's it, say this, real, but not of God. Amen. Right? Because if we leave it open like that, real, man, this is real. We got right. real, but not of God. Okay. Alex is boiling over there. Yeah. I, well, I think, it, listen to it. I think, um, go back and listen to our episode about Project Bluebeam. Right. Because um, <clears throat> suddenly all these, this disclosure about all these things, they're finding, uh, you know, supposed artifacts, right? Which are real things. Um, are they really from that? Well, but it's, to me, this is all the setup for Project Bluebeam because right. we're just getting ready mm-hmm. to have this thing come in the sky and be like, there is no Jesus. There is. It's going to be just like that, right? <laughs> right. There is no Buddha. There is no, yeah, you know, whatever. Well, that's the, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm not with all the technology and everything. They can make anything look real. Yeah, but, but it's a deception. It's not real. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like, yeah. So all the, we have to constantly question what our eyes are seeing. We have to constantly um, seek out spiritual discernment because your eyes are. Look, this is why virtual reality exists because when you're shown something, your brain literally doesn't know the difference. Mm. It, like when you're dreaming, right? right. You think mm-hmm. this, these things, it's the same thing. That's why VR is such a big thing. Right. When you put that headset on and your eyes are seeing something, your body automatically thinks like it, it triggers these things that real sensations for you, right? Because it believes it's real. So we we have to be really careful right now in these times. Yeah. But I do think go back and listen to the Project Bluebeam episode. We'll link it in the show notes. And don't forget that we talked about there's a group of people that are missing in these alien abductions and they're born again Christians. And we talked about how Joe Jordan has people that have these experiences that were stopped by using the name of Jesus. And that's something that people need to know, right? So mm-hmm. that if you have this, whether this is real or whether this is happening in the spiritual world or the material world, the bottom line is that these experiences were stopped by using the name of Jesus. And so this is important. We're not going to be victims here, right? And we'll talk about it as we get going. As we start to run out of time here a little bit, you need to know that that's what this is. This is a demonic agenda that is paving the way for an intergalactic antichrist who will come into the world with some signs and wonders and to deceive many. And there'll be something about it that's real, but again, most of it's going to be deception. Mm-hmm. And again, we know it's deception because it's going to come against the, the word of God. And we already talked about how that's already happening, that we're going to need to supposedly, because of alien knowledge, we have to look to a new gospel. And the Bible says that we're not supposed to do that. A couple other things I want to mention. The presence of a sulfur smell is very, very common when people, you know, have this alien experience. Okay. Now, isn't that a little bit interesting? Also, because the non-secular. fiery lake yeah, is what light, burning with sulfur. People lighting matches in the bathroom too. That's <laughs> right. true. I'm not saying. That's so old school. Now it's the poopery smell. Well, um, I just look at that, and once again, I'm going to think biblical. Spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Mm. Mm. There are some that are reserved in chains. They're reserved to a particular time. But the others, they're in the the atmosphere. They're they're in the heavens. They haven't gone to that place yet of eternal torment. Mm. When they go there to eternal torment, it's done. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, I'm not speaking of those that are being held until uh, mm. when God released them uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I don't doubt, I think I've shared with uh, Dr. Cruz some of the things that that I have seen, and I did. I call on Jesus for to be removed. And uh, once, and my mom used to say, well, it was, it's just your blood rising. But I can remember waking up in the bed and we had many high ceilings and it was a very, very, very tall figure. And this wasn't a dream mm-hmm. in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And he had on all black, a black hat, and it was holding his head down. And when it raised his head up, the face was like a pinkish pale. And the eyes were charcoal black. Mm. And 
it stood there and it was very, very tall and it never said a word. And then it would like move out of my sight, vanish out of my sight. And that's when the fear hit me because I had those moments and probably some people listening to me heard them where you may wake up and you're pent to the bed and you can't move and you're mm-hmm. struggling, you can't mm-hmm. move and, and all of that. Well, it got to the point where that didn't bother me. I'd be, oh, oh it's you again. All right, here we go. And I, you know, I'd line up for a while and then I just, I just pray and it released. But then this time it came, it was a very, very large figure. Mm-hmm. And I looked and it was imposing and intimidating. But the most fearful part was when it was out of my sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great fear when it was out of my sight. Hmm. And eventually it left. And my sister saw this same figure. But she she said, once it opens his mouth, its mouth, and she saw like fangs in its mouth. Ooh. Okay. So I don't doubt that people see things. And I'm not going to say because I didn't experience the other part that that's why, because sometimes we say, well, if I didn't experience it, then it didn't, if, if I didn't, I need to see it. Uh, I, I, I look at believers and yes, I do believe that, that Satan can assault you, but if you're a true believer and you're a child of God, he cannot take you because great is he that is in us than he is in the world. And so I believe that's why we hear those people say when they called on the name of Jesus, he had to release mm. them Amen. or whatever he can. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far their things went, but we make a grave mistake to say we believe in God who is a supernatural being. Mm-hmm. And we say that his arch enemy is Satan who is a supernatural being. But then when we start hearing the supernatural occurrences, we say, well, I just don't believe that unless I see it. Mm-hmm. They're not sitting there dormant. We don't have more power than they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we have to rely upon the power of That's God. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so I, I want to finish this part by saying when I look at, I, I, I oftentimes, and I, and I do mean that oftentimes, you know, originally pronounced often the T was silent, but they changed. We say often, often just thought I put that out there. <laughs> um, Is that like bipedal? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. I'm not going back there. But when I look at <laughs> Revelation 12, and I oftentimes look at Revelation 12, and I, I ask myself the question when I look at how things are today, could we be there where Satan and his angels have been cast to the earth? Because we're seeing things like we've never seen before. That's right. I mean, and the the, the brashness and the boldness uh, to do the evil things that mm. are being done mm-hmm. and the hostility mm-hmm. against righteousness. I mean, to, mm. to see uh, the anger when you say a male is a male and a female is a female, to see the anger when I refuse to call you by a pronoun, mm-hmm. to see these particular things. And I imagine soon, if it's not already there, there'll be anger when they're hearing we're saying, no, these aliens are demons mm-hmm. because Satan does not want Amen. to be exposed. That's right. So everything that everything that w- you would say that uh, lines up with the will of God, even for the, the, the uh, unsaved man who still has morals, because you can be unsaved and have morals, even that person is attacked when they have morals, mm-hmm. if you, I was looking at the commercial about the dogs and, and they have the pitiful little dogs and they're talking about saving the dogs and mm-hmm. so many dogs are going to die and they have mm-hmm. the sad music. <laughs> and, and yet the Bible does, the Bible, the Bible does speak about how we are supposed to treat our animals. It, right. it really does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. But, then I, but then I looked at that and I'm like, you got this part down, but you go crazy when we talk about saving the babies That's right. in the womb. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. And so we look at Isaiah 5 when it says, they'll be light, they'll take light for darkness, dark for light, evil for good, and good. For, and we really see this. Mm-hmm. And so this is a dangerous time that we're in. So, and I'm saying all that, even when we talk about these things with aliens, I believe there has to be, we just haven't seen the whole picture yet. Right. There's more to this chapter. Amen. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to these chapters, by the way. And Dr. Dennis is fuming. Over well, there. I'm fuming because my favorite verse always comes Not back. Not your favorite my verse. My favorite verse. The coming of mm-hmm. the lawless one will be is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Mm-hmm. 
and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the, the love, love of the, the truth, truth that they might be saved. saved. And here's the truth. If something shows up in your room. You want the truth? I want the truth. You couldn't handle the truth. You can't handle that truth. Tell them, tell them you can handle if, the truth. That's right. The, <laughs> the minute you believe it's an alien, you don't believe it's in God. Mm. But the minute you believe in God, you will know that that is not an alien. And see, we have many people, and I know Alex could get into lots of her stories, and because she's really had like an experience like you, Doc, where oh, yeah. she has these entities that are clearly spiritual, and they're oppressing her, right? And this is a period of time yeah. in her life. So we need to acknowledge that these things, and again, whether that was in the spiritual or the natural, it's so hard to tell when you're there. But the oh, no, it was supernatural. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that if she thought those were aliens, she wouldn't have what? Used the name of Jesus. Right. We have a generation that believes in evolution and believes in aliens. And when these things begin to approach people, what are they going to say? They're aliens. They're not going to say what they really are. <laughs> right. And we need to start getting people aware of Glory. this. Right? Yeah. That's why we need to move forward. And these things live on all these other planets because what? When they channel, they say, Well, how can you live there? Well, we don't we don't breathe air. We don't need any of these things. We can exist on a star. Because if we we've evolved. Because so they've much evolved. Further. Right. So do you see how this deception <laughs> is is getting us ready for something to be unleashed? And when these things show back up, because the abyss is open and we're gonna go there one day. So hell is a part of hell, if you will, is maybe being opened up. But he's, speaking of, he's speaking of in the show. He's not speaking of when we leave here. I'm not no, going there. No, it's not <laughs> right. But true that, true the that. point is, is that how will these things represent themselves to the world? What is the Antichrist going to say about himself? These are the things we need to be asking. What is the deception? Okay, what is the deception? And this is how God is going to lead us. Anybody else? I think we pray out and we... Uh, yeah, I think we're amen. good. I think we're good here. Alex, you want to no? pray us out? No, why? You what, are so all the good. Pressure. You know, I think Dr. Dennis should pray us out because he, you're always pointing at me. He doesn't get to do that a whole lot. And uh, I think you should pray he's, us out. He's please. done it to me all the time. He Excuse makes me. me pray for lunch in front of attorneys. Are you serious? <laughs> rude? So rude. That's how, he broke me. That's how he broke me in. Like, yeah. Okay, I see where he's going. Well, they're all from New York. They can yes, understand his it. jargon. That's it. And they're like... Finished in their seats. <laughs> I, I do want to say one thing. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put in a uh, shout out for Word of Grace and Truth Ministries. Woo! If you're out there listening and you live in the Tampa Bay area, uh, that can be the city of Tampa, Brandon, Riverview, uh, Apollo Beach, Apollo Beach, uh, Plant City. We have people from all those areas, Lakeland, Dover, uh, Dover. And, okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't and you don't have a place of worship and you're looking to hear you're looking to hear truth because we're going to preach truth there. I'm going to preach truth there. Uh, if I if one of my other elders is preaching, you're going to hear truth there. Uh, I invite you to come to Word of Grace and Truth Ministries. We're located at 3001 East Hannah Avenue, H-A-N-N-A, East Hannah Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33610. Mm and you okay. guys are also on YouTube. We are yeah. also mm -hmm. on YouTube. And Facebook. Have you made it to Rumble? You can watch us on YouTube. All you can the watch real... us Facebook Live. You can watch us on wogat.sermon.net. Wogat.sermon.net. And our Sunday worship begins at 10.30 a.m. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Well, God bless you, Dr. Dozier. We appreciate you guys. And uh, again, Dr. Dennis, go ahead and close us out. Lord God, I just want to thank you for this time that we had to spend together and to bring the word upon this deception, Lord. We ask that your words go out and open up the hearts of the audience and that they would look to you for truth and for substance and that they would we dig deep into your word and so they can get equipped for what's coming, Lord. We ask that you put your hand of protection over all those listening to this and that you would drive the evil one from them. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Hey, folks, it's Dr. Dennis from Supernatural Junkies. I just want to talk to you today about Protanum. I've been taking Protanum for a few years, and you know what? 
I feel a difference. I am younger than my age. At least I think I am. Anyway, protandem is a strong antioxidant producer in your body because what it does, it causes your body to increase its glutathione production. And glutathione, folks, is the strongest antioxidant your body has. So if you want to keep strong antioxidants in your body and be a healthier you, I suggest you use Pro Tandem.